Let's get it. Let's get a. Uh, let's get a nice long. Let's just make a noise together. Ready? We're gonna just. We're gonna just buzz it out to start the show. And I implore people to, to buzz along. Ready? Deep breath in. Trinity Infinity, it's the come up. Especially shine. Mm. <laughs> Very lovely. This is this adds such a nice touch. Yeah, I really like. Every time I'm on camera with this thing, it's like I haven't played it in months. So um, it's only up from here. Yeah, you know what uh, I mean. Yeah, it's totally. good to start at the bottom. Well, yeah, and now that you, now that you have this <laughs> piano over here, like you uh, didn't have I this love one. this one. This is the only keyboard I've ever had in my life that I like love. Ever mm. since she's been in my life, our relationship has just been good. Yeah, like playing on her is so fun and yeah it's pretty I need sweet to, I need to get another one I got a different keyboard a pink one for their household but it's just not the same you, people might see that pop up from time to time if we're in a travel episode it's true you probably mm-hmm. get the pink feature <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's fun well, some keys today's Thursday and uh, Thursday is what we've deemed a day of expansion. Yes, Jupiter's, Jupiter's day. Yes. Why is Jupiter expansion? What was that? Mean? Yeah, he's a god that controls expansion um, and sort of like luck and fortune. I, for some reason, this is my, I think about him as like a weird dealer out in the universe. He's like rolling dice for you. You know, mm. kind of like god of fortune. Mm. He's he's putting more opportunities out there in the universe for expansion. Oh, I and love I, this and motherfucker. I, and I think yeah, he's the best. And I think of Jupiter and you guys both have prominent Jupiter placements in your 10th house of career, which is great. Mm. Um, but I think of Jupiter as being kind of mushroomy as well, because of course the word mushroom means to expand and mm. balloon, you know? Whoa. Mm. Um, so anyways, yeah, love Jupiter. Yeah, love mushrooms. Love yeah. mushrooms. Now, I'm, now they're linked for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mushrooms and Jupiter and Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how we use psychedelics is to expand our consciousness. You know? Pretty much. Um not everyone does, you know. I think we were just talking about that. No, I think uh, us personally, yeah, us us personally. I I think really for for us, it's it's when we found psychedelics. Like I, Cass was later in her twenties. I was in my early thirties, and uh, as opposed to the stuff we were doing, this this felt like a portal to expansion. It felt like a portal to new opportunities, and it actually felt almost the opposite of escapist. Like like, how could you take mushrooms or acid as an ex- as an escape? Especially route? mushrooms. Holy have fun. shit! Have fun with an escape on mushrooms from your problems. I you mean, know? some people do it. Uh, like, and some people combine it with drinking, and it's like they yeah. go and have their time and everything. Um, right. And and I think she has her way with you, no matter what you're combining it with. That's the yeah. one that like. Yeah. Absolutely. But um, yeah, we we use uh, we use psychedelics to expand our consciousness, and it's helped a lot. It's helped a lot. It's helped me live, um, I feel like, 
more in the heart space. Yeah. You know, it's a, a kind of a whittling down of something kind of really big and cosmic, but yeah. there's the heart space and you know when you're there. Yeah. And then there's the mind, which as Joseph Campbell says, is it's a secondary organ that we just kind of turn everything over to. Yeah. And I, I guess it's helpful to a certain degree, but I think as you start to get my age, I just turned 40. I don't know. You you want to see your your life as one of of endless possibilities and not being cornered in by yeah. by uh, circumstance. We want to get out of your own way, and I think yeah. the psychedelics, how they attune you to your own relationship, can get you out of your own way to expansion. Mm. You know, so that your rigid truths that aren't so true that are keeping you, you know, from keeping touch in the outer reaches of the universe can be broken down. Yeah. And so I think psychedelics is a great tool for expansion. Relationships are like the greatest tool for expansion. And a lot of times we forget, like we have relationships to expand and to learn things about ourselves. And that means our relationships should be at some level of difficult, you know, you, maybe Mm. you have some relationships in your life that are all ease and comfort. I, I doubt that they're very deep or, or, or um, grandly fulfilling because really at the end of the day, like we come into each other's lives as these mirrors and contrast, like to make each other better. And so mm-hmm. there should be a certain level of tension. Number one, so that you, it's sexy, you know, like there's no sexiness yeah. without tension. Yeah, certain <laughs> the tensegrity or whatever of dynamics. Um, but yeah, and I think right now with Venus and Scorpio, like things are more tense and maybe feel darker and more angular and you're, uh, the darkest parts of your relationships are coming to the depths and to not forget like all relationships have dark parts and the dark parts are to bring us to lighter places, mm-hmm. you know. And to be able to hold space for that because you go through your own interpersonal relationality of darkness between different parts of yourself, you know, yeah. to expand and get better. And um, that's why we want more friends. Like I want more, you know, tools for expansion too, more challenges, more information, more data, more, yeah. not just resonance, but more dissonance, you know, mm-hmm. I want to yeah, keep edging it so I can curve it, you know. Well, we all take each other to school. You know, whether we know it or not, we all have a lot to teach each other, even if we're just teaching each other what we like, what works best for us, you know, and you might learn that by someone saying what works best for them, or you might just read it by reading their energy. So it's like how much you pay attention in school is up to you. Yeah, that's a good one. Damn, (laughs) you're here. You might as well fucking take the curriculum, right? So we hear. Yeah. And and, in a weird way, I think, um. What, what psychedelics have, have helped me with and what going through like real life, like as everyone does, loss and tragedy and all yeah. those things, it's helped me become less uh, reactionary, you know, le- less reactionary when, when we're, cr- we're clearly in a lull uh, or, or in the darkness as an individual or as a collective and less reactionary when we're on a high. You know, that's a, it's, not, it's not when you want to make those big kind of sweeping decisions about your life. So I, I feel like, um, like what Mayor was just saying, the, the, the psychedelics, especially, especially acid, because I've taken that more than anything, has helped strip away um, being reactionary and being guided by these rigid truths that I don't know if they're serving me anymore. And let's see if this other way of thinking serves me a little bit. You yeah. Know, why not? Yeah. And there's like parts of your personality that are in the dark that, have been taught that staying in the dark will keep them safe and that coming to the light, they'll die. And I think certain relationships in your life, um, you can have resonance where that part of yourself can trust for the first time that like coming to the light's not going to kill me, Mm. you know? Yeah. Um, 
because I think that's like a lot. Of, yeah, at least a lot of the reasons why. Yeah, you can stay trapped. Yeah, but you want to keep the energy moving because a lot of days that we have like the worst day. Yeah, I'm always like I'm always kind of nudging you guys like remember how we fought really bad last time we had the best night like we have the best night ahead of us you know it's like sometimes you got to fucking scrape the depths of hell in order to reach to heaven and have that like great appreciation and uh, soaking in the moment where you know there's peace and love and understanding and all that stuff all well, the good stuff well I, I feel like that what you're describing is is like uh, is a little more refined of what I was saying of, of like that that's what grace is in a way it's like you're, you're less you're less reactionary almost to the point where you're like oh I, I know I'm in the darkness right now and you're psyched because you're just like oh well I mean it's it's all up from here you know I, I, I know what this pattern I know how this plays out I've seen it enough times at least now Trust. I'm shedding light on the darkness because it's always there yeah yeah. it's like you're always experiencing it at least now you can look at it Mm -hmm. and that to me is peak beauty of scorpio you know scorpio ruling the depths and um pluto's outer edges of the universe and the things that we don't usually look at and honoring death you know scorpio i think as an energy is very honoring of death for transfiguration yeah Mm. um and sometimes that's why they can be so cutting in other people's lives because their purpose really is to transfigure and transfiguring is usually not painful (laughs) not very comfortable and so scorpios can a lot of times have a not very comfortable role and that's why they almost seem villainous is one of the only only zodiac so has a lot of sort of that like Mm. archetypal energy with it i think when people think on it but it's because they are willing to play that role in the universe and somebody has to play it yeah you know (laughs) somebody has to go to the depths and dig up the dirt so we can get rid of it you know absolutely interesting yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean you, you know how often i'm finding myself lately like having to just really get back to basics and like i'll get spun out and i'll have to like get back to basics in terms of like gratitude and just well, I'm I'm healthy, and I don't want to even cling to that. But yeah. like, just like I'm like I'm so caught up. I need to remind myself I'm in a healthy body, and like my parents are still alive. Just like things that just like can can like ground me in um, just like simple truths that can that can guide me out of this thing. Yeah, more yeah. of a um, zoomed out, bigger picture perspective. And Scorpio is very zoomed in, very detail-oriented, obsessive energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be exhausting. And there's so many details to sniff out and find out. And it's kind of this investigatory energy, too. And yeah. again, that's very helpful. We need that a par- as a part of life. But yeah, um, eventually, which like is so much of what I respect in your artistry and your vision and your skill sets is your ability to have this like really cool big picture and grand scale view of things yeah because i'm so caught up in the details a lot of the time too well i I think uh part of that skill is like i think what i've gotten good at or what we've all gotten good at is uh leaving yourself a little like cosmic breadcrumb trail (laughs) to get yourself out of the the dark night of the soul yeah and 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 leaving yourself a little cosmic breadcrumb trail for what inevitably will be a come down from you know the summer or the good times or everyone being healthy or us being able to interact with each other, totally. leaving yourself that those, those reminders like, Oh cool. Been here before, been here forever. <laughs> follow it, follow it back. It's so perfect because the times like I have these anchors in my life, like you're saying these reminders, these breadcrumbs, but do you know when I made those breadcrumbs? When I, ha- when I was forced, when I was yeah. so far out, yes. so yeah. scared, so in the darkness that I had no choice but to like, Start mapping the territory. Start mapping the territory. Yeah. You know? For and future adventures. Totally. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so it feels very much what 
yeah, the most intense thing recently is just for this Venusian energy. Like I've been in black all week. I've been in black almost all um, of last week too. And mm. um, I wanted to mention that Leonard Cohen song again because you want it I darker. Didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna make you listen to that whole album. Leonard Cohen's last album. It, all his albums are masterpieces, and they, they all sound yeah. really fucking different. And mm. man, that one because I, uh, I was playing Leonard Cohen's first album for Mare. Yeah. And oh man. This is the shit I get off on most in the universe. Like, I bought this record. I've never played Leonard Cohen for Mare. We're just perfectly high. It's the bright hour. And I throw that on. And, like, three songs in, she was just like, who is this? And I'm like, Leonard Cohen. And then, like, a song later, she's like, what album of his is this? And I'm like, this is his first album. She's like, what? How is this this possible? And, And then, you know, a couple nights later, last night, I was like, let me play you his last album. Where do you see where all this went? Like this guy stuck with it. His voice became a whole different thing. Yeah, and I, uh, love it. I uh, you know what I, you know what I love about him is there's there's this great story about um, he he asked Bob Dylan how long it took him to write uh, I think the song I and I I don't know forgive me if that's not the song and Bob Dylan was like uh, five minutes yeah and and then Dylan asked Leonard Cohen how long it took him to wrote to write Hallelujah. And he's like, 15 years? Yeah. Uh, in know, true Virgo like, fashion. Yeah, oh, I'll edit it until it's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My fellow Virgo brother. Oh, man. That's why it speaks to you. Like So hard, I, dude. I, yeah. And and right away, as soon as we put him on, you were like looking up his, his chart. And, oh, yeah. Yo, th- this shit, as someone that's new to all of this, it, it kind of fucking, it tweaks me out. It scares me a little <laughs> bit. Like, how dead on, how you can listen to someone's music and hear their lyrics hear where they're coming from and if you know enough about astrology you can usually predict what they are it's fucking crazy (laughs) it's fucking crazy yeah and it's why certain artists resonate with certain people and don't with others totally definitely another tune um of what we were talking about this week has been about like saturn return we started off monday talking about saturn returns and i think what was so funny is when we were listening to leonard cohen it was you're like when was his first album and you were saying like in his 30s or something right he was just a poet before that so then you know of course when he has this major coming around yeah and his, his saturn is in leo so he wants to show up as the center of attention as the hearth but i'm sure that took a long time for him to come to especially as a literary man as a poet because you want to yeah. be very behind the scenes sort of as yeah. a, and as a virgo as well um but yeah that's that's oh, and how he'll feel fulfilled and so it, yeah anyways. wait till we show you the documentary about him too because it's like it's like he needed the spotlight he yeah. needed to yeah. be the most famous singer songwriter in the world and at the same time he was so uncomfortable with it that yeah. uh yeah, it, it fucked him up it, and there's shit. footage of yeah. it you know, like him not being able to play shows because he would go out there and he'd be like, I'm sorry, I know you all paid for this and you're all here, but like the energy's not right and, and I got to go. <laughs> There's a great moment in Bird on a Wire, yeah. that documentary. But then the one, the other one we want to show Mary is um, the Mary. Uh, I think Marian. it's called Marianne and Me or something, yeah, something like, that. like that. Yeah. Uh, check that out. It's, it's, a, it's a really cool documentary on HBO Max about Leonard Cohen. And, yeah. Uh, we honor him. He's definitely a saint in the Church of Chill. Absolutely. Just like fucking endlessly uh fascinating to to listen to and has that quality of music that kind of the grateful dead lyrics have to me where it's like you get it but like it's still just always a little out of reach like you can feel it but it's like hard to explain 
like I couldn't tell you what his songs are about, but I know what they're about. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very strange quality it's that keeps me coming back. You yeah, know, that's why I can listen to Grateful Dead just endlessly. Yeah, because you know, it it'll hit you different every time. I'm sure all music's like that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Expand, let it in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I you guys are the <laughs> best. I love doing this show with you. I'm glad we're like back up and running again that's so fun i appreciate everybody listening and if you want to further support us the best way to do that right now is patreon.com slash church of chill yeah uh paint it black during this uh venus and scorpio you know that's the vibe see a red door paint it black absolutely let's go let's go (laughs) let's do it (laughs) thanks y'all see you tomorrow